I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1829. That was the day that William Silvis was born in Armagh, Pennsylvania. Growing up, he was one of 12 children. His father was a wagon maker and taught him the trade. At the age of 18, he became an ironworking apprentice. His skills took him to Philadelphia, where he found work. But ironwork was changing. More and more foundries were hiring unskilled labor or helpers to assist in production. They could pay these workers significantly less and undercut the wages of the skilled iron molders. In response, William joined his local iron molders union. But he knew if they were to really have any power as workers, they would need to join together with other locals. In 1863, he brought together 21 locals to form the Iron Molders International Union. Three years later, he embarked on an even more ambitious project, forming a national labor organization for workers across the trades. Under his leadership, the National Labor Union grew to 300,000 members strong. William shared his thoughts on the importance of labor in a speech to the Iron Molders Union in 1864, saying, quote, If working men and capitalists are equal co-partners, composing one vast firm by which the industry of the world is carried on and controlled, why do they not share equally in the profits? Why does capital take to itself the whole loaf? while labor is left to gather up the crumbs? Why does capital roll in luxury and wealth while labor is left to eke out a miserable existence in poverty and want? Sadly, after all these years, William's questions are still being asked today. For more information, go to laborhistoryin2.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at laborhistoryin2.